Hello. What's up? Not much. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Let's get this. Uh, let's get this show on the road here. Yes, sir. Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Jersey Dynasty podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe, and I am one of your hosts, Ryan. Alrighty, and uh, today it's episode thirty. Ooh, wow. I think at least it's either thirty or twenty-nine. I really hope it's actually thirty. I'm pretty sure this is thirty. Yeah. Pretty uh. Pretty exciting stuff going on here, um, but this week we're going to be talking about the MLB season that just just came back underway. Uh, very interesting start to the season. We're also going to be predicting the NBA bubble games, the only two ones that are going on tomorrow, and uh, maybe a little football, because there's been some football news in the past few days. So oh, yeah. Uh, let's start off with baseball here. Uh What's your opinion so far on what we've had this season? Uh, how, how are the Mets looking? Let's start there. I know All right. I'm a big Mets guy, so. Well, the Mets are a uh, pretty hit-or-miss team so far this year. Either their their offense catches fire or they put no runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's typical. You know, that's the suffering that Mets fans have endured for long enough. So, I mean, I'm not getting my hopes up this season, even though that there is a expanded playoffs. So the Mets will probably squeak in because yeah. they do have the talent. But, uh, you know, nothing surprising so far. People getting hurt, uh, people not really producing, and uh, yeah. Rick Porcello getting rocked. You know, not, nothing too surprising. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David Peterson looked good last night for him, though. So, yes. Uh, he looks solid. He is a young prospect. Hopefully we can add yeah. him to the rotation with all these injuries. But uh, how are you feeling about your raise? Oh, uh, man. I um, Opening day, man, I'm not going to lie. I was It was looking ugly. Uh had to play the Blue Jays. Charlie Morton just just wasn't dealing. Uh, he gave like six runs on his top and out at like ninety one. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a long season. But uh, we bounced back after those. Uh, I think we're on a four game winning streak right now. Play the Braves tonight. Uh, offense finally coming alive. Uh, I mean, it's really pretty much it. I mean, I know we have the pitching to do. It's just if the hitting can, if the hitting hits, I think this team has a chance to go a long way. Plus, I mean, same thing with us, like, extended playoffs. Like, I, I mean, I knew we were going to be a playoff team, but it's like, uh, you know, like, where will we be seated? And the rest yeah. of the AL looks kind of hit or miss right now. So, I think, I think we can be in a good spot to make a, a run this year. I don't know how much of the World Series counts this year because it's like, but. Uh, <laughs> ah, it'll still count. It'll yeah. still count. Don't worry. If they didn't put an asterisk next to the Astros, then they shouldn't put an asterisk next to whoever wins this year. Speaking of the Astros, we oh, have to touch man. on this breaking news that just came out a few hours before we are recording this. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Kelly, uh, gangster. Might gets, be my uh, hero, honestly, at this point. Suspended eight <laughs> games in a 60-game season, yeah, which is equivalent to a 22-game suspension in a normal season. Yeah, for eight games in a six. That's literally like what? Like less 16%. Than a, yeah, it's like less something. than a sixth of the season, I was going to say. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Just for being mean. Just for the <laughs> Didn't even hit him. He didn't, didn't even, even hit him. <laughs> Although, I, oh. I do have to say, uh, you know the when Joe Kelly was on the Red Sox, how he, he got into that one fight with the Yankees? And there's yeah. that photo of a big bump in the middle of his head, had all hair <laughs> all over the place. So, like, yeah. yeah um, but no, Joe Kelly, honestly, might be a hero in this league. Um I mean, what did he say? He said, nice swing, bitch, to Correa or something like that. Like, then, oh, uh, my God. This is where MLB fumbles the bag, though, in my opinion, because, like, this is a great, like, 
like marketing to because I think you'll agree that baseball out of the three major sports markets themselves the absolute worst. Yeah. They just don't do a very good job of this. And like mm-hmm. this is a beef that they should uh, capitalize on. But instead, they're being lame. They're handing out hefty suspensions, trying to make an example out of them. And yeah. I mean, this is this is going to make baseball stay boring. Yeah. To me, it's just crazy how um, Joe Kelly got an eight game suspension, didn't even hit anyone. And none of the Astros, besides what, like the managers got yeah. in suspension for. Um, no players got punished at all. Yeah, no players got punished at all for. Uh, yeah, for cheating. So I, I think that's kind of interesting. But, uh, you know, it's whatever. Joe Kelly's an American hero. Dave Roberts also got one game suspension. Like, yeah, that's uh, just whatever. Just whatever. Who's your uh, Who's your way too early world? What's your way too early World Series matchup? Just about five games into the season. Uh, it's tough. Like I really, I mean, <laughs> uh, like right now, who's actually looked good? I think the Cubs have looked pretty good. I mean, I know a lot of their like pitching. Four and one. They're four and one right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, Cubs are looking good. I know Hendricks was looking really good the other night when he pitched for their opener. Um, they came out good. I'd probably say them or the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I, I still think the Dodgers are, like, the best team in the NL, but I think the Cubs have a team that could surprise people. Mm-hmm. I mean, not surprising, but, like, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, like I got a, it. a dark horse runner for that, like, NL championship. And the AL, I mean, like, we've only seen the Yankees play three times. One of their games got cut short due to rain. Um, but, like, on paper, I still think they have the best team. I mean, John Carlos Sands looking like a like when he hit, like, 50 homers in Miami mm-hmm. type John Carlos Sands, which, honestly, I kind of like to see. Like, I always liked watching John Carlos Sands. So, seeing him hits nice. It's good for um, the game when he's hitting bombs like that. Yeah. I'd probably say them. Twins. I mean, Twins just have pure on hitting. Like, yeah. There's, um, Let's see. Who else today? Uh, Rays. I mean, like, I want to put the Rays in there just because, you know, I like our team. Uh, Houston. I mean, the ALS, you know, Houston Athletics, they'll be around the same. But I'd probably say Yankees are twins from the AL, honestly. Yeah, I'm going to go with here's my World Series matchup right now. Rays-Padres. Padres are fire, bro. They honestly, man, they have, Brown they have such a likable team, too. Yep. The Brown Unis are back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a weird season. Baseball's a weird game, especially in the playoffs, like where a team could just get hot. I think yeah. with these expanded playoffs, it's going to be small market heaven here. I think I would love it. Padres I... Rays in the World Series. I yeah. love that. And the, I mean, thing about the Padres, I mean, Padres and Rays did a lot of trades this all season too. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Uh, Rays sent, I think it was Tommy Pham. In return, they got Hunter Renfro and uh, Prospect, and then they also Rays also got Manny Margot from the Padres in exchange for Emilio Pagan, who was the race closer last year. Definitely interesting, but uh, yeah, I think biggest news MLB last week though Marlins man, <laughs> the absolute fumble job the Marlins are. Didn't they? I think they went what they took two out of three from the Phillies opening yeah. weekend, and, that's all and they- then uh, then they do their COVID tests. And what was it like? Fourteen or fifteen dudes came it back negative or positive. Eighteen positive. And the report is that they went to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> like that is just that's awesome. You know? it, that's the Marlins in a heartbeat. 
simply. Love to see big teams, the big MLB teams supporting small businesses. It's just, you yep. just love to see it. Yeah, I mean, we look at the NBA, like Lou Williams left the bubble and got a suspension for it, right? There's something along those lines. Oh, no. Like... He was getting investigated because he went to Magic City and got wings, but um, yeah. I don't think anything's going to He was hanging out. out with someone famous, bro. I forget who it was. Uh, Jack Harlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Harlow, that's my guy though. So hey, it's I'd want to get wings with Jack Harlow too. If y'all Friend of the podcast, Jack yeah. Harlow. Uh, he's actually letting both of us on the What's Poppin' re- like the second remix of What's Poppin'. Yeah. Both of us are going to be on. We each have a verse. We're going to have we're going to have Jack Harlow and Luke Falk on the yeah. same episode. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's actually we're going to have Troza Beats uh, prepare uh, prepare something yeah, for us, there. and then uh, out, Troza. we're, we're all going to rap on it together. It's going to be pretty tough. I'm not going to lie. Our first ever caller. Our only ever caller, man. I need I need one more call for the culture, man. Yeah. Like, I don't care who it is. It could be some random person, like some random dude listening to this, bro. I don't care. I just want a caller. Like, it'd just be so funny at this point. Um, You know what today is? Uh, For the Mets. Uh, oh, Bobby Benita? Is that today? No, no that was a... Oh, no, no, that's first. Today's the Grom day, baby. A zero zero game through six innings, and then the Grom comes out, freak show run to the other team. Or, That's exactly what I'm talking about, and I can't wait. This is our chance. I we really, can take straight against the Red Sox. I like it. I really liked how Edwin Diaz became Ed Luz duet. Ed Luz Diaz in about one one night, right? Like he, he's he got the run. save on opening day, and then the next day blew it on like a three-two fastball or something like that. Yep, they were down to their last strike, the Braves, yep. and then he gave up a home run. He's given up like twice as many home runs, like in relief, as like anyone else, like the past year. It's quite it's impressive, crazy. Ed Luce Diaz, man. But we have options. Yeah. You know, we got options. We have Familia and Batances, and and uh, a few other options in our bullpen. Yeah, Batances if- looked good last night, so. That trade is just we traded get, uh, Jared Kalenic. Oh yeah, however. yeah. He's he's gonna be something special. He's gonna be yeah. in the league in like a year. I mean, no minor leagues might like hinder it this year, but he's gonna be in the league in like a year or two probably. He's something special. Hey, at least we have Robbie Cano until twenty twenty three. Jeez, man, tough. Not an ideal situation. Uh, let's talk about this new uh, extra inning rule that has, I think, come into play a lot more than we would like it to because. This sucks. I hate the new extra running yeah. rule. Like, you put a runner on second to start the uh, start the inning, basically, right? You know mm-hmm. how hard it is to like pitch around a runner, like a leadoff double, basically. Yeah, basically, they just want the games to be a little shorter. Yeah, and I, I, don't, like I don't like it. I think it's too much like like when you're playing basketball with your friends and like you're just like okay, whatever, next point wins. Yeah, it's like it's that's literally what it is. And then, uh, I mean, it helped the Rays out the other day because they were able to win a game because of it. So I'm not, not com- I mean, they almost lost the same game because of it because the Blue Jays had a free runner on second, bunched them over, and then sack fly them in. Like, Dansby Swanson owns the Mets now, apparently. So yeah, we lost to the Braves on with that bullshit. Yeah. So not a big fan of it. No, nah, and then I think the Blue Jays ended up. So the Rays came up in the ninth, and the Blue Jays were like, uh, or in the tenth, and were like. Yeah, we're gonna walk the leadoff hitter to try and set up a double play, and then Kevin Kiermaier here like, like a two-run double win the game on the next pitch, and it was like I saw that. Yeah, so. one of the prettiest guys in the game, yeah. Kevin yeah, Kiermaier. Love seeing pretty guys in the game succeed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, the three batter minimum minimum thing that doesn't piss me off too much. Like, 
Uh, what's your opinion on watching a DH baseball for the first time? I think time? It, it's been a great addition to the game because n- no one wants to see a pitcher. Yeah, just no one wants there. to see a pitcher come up with the bases loaded when two outs, you know? Like, nobody wants to see that. So, oh, they, yeah. they, they bat 100. Like, oh, cool. I don't know. Oh, but what about sacrifice bunts? They're going to be yeah. a lost art. Like, yeah. oh, come on. My dad was. I asked my dad that, and he's a boomer, and he's like, nah, they need to let the pitchers hit. Like, they're a part of the team, and I'm like, boomer? Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, come on. We want to see some action. We yeah, want to see. Like, I don't, I don't know how people just, like, imagine, I don't know. Like, who's someone that D8? Like, imagine, I don't know. Who's DHing for the Mets? Isn't it, like, Dom Smith? Cespedes. Cespedes? Oh, he's, like, two yeah. for 20. So is yeah, Acuna, but- bro. Acuna and Cespedes are stinky. I, I think... I think the hitters weren't as prepared for this season as Rip Acuna. Yeah, if you know, you know. Yeah, I don't think the hitters were as prepared for this season as the um, the pitchers were. Hell no, because hitting's hard, man. Yeah, like hitting takes like a while. Like it could be like game twenty before you know. People underestimate how how hard hitting is yeah. and like staying consistent and being like a consistent hitter against the best of the best, like. Yeah. That shit is hard. Mm-hmm. Like one flaw in your mechanics, which it, it doesn't take much to mess you up. You go into a big slump, and and it's it's a big mental game too. So yeah. I mean, but these guys are pros. But it's still it's probably the hardest thing to do in sports. Yeah, to be definitely. Yeah, pitchers have it easy, especially now, man. I mean, even pitching—that's a big mental game too. Yeah. Baseball overall is such a mental game. You know, yeah. you, you really psych yourself out in it. But. uh Anything else on baseball you want to talk about? Uh, let's see. Stupid rules. Uh, Dodgers, Marlins. I think we hit everything. All right. Uh, let's talk about the NBA bubble. Finally making its return, right? Like actual yes, games. Games that really count here. I've been watching the scrimmages, too. Honestly, man, some of the stuff from the scrimmages kind of fire. Did you see that Rockets tweet yesterday about Harden? Uh, what about it? So I think Harden had like 35 points or something at halftime or some shit. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, look at Harden. So inspirational. Like how Flight <laughs> always says, oh, look yeah. at Curry. So inspirational. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I rated it a little bit. But uh, some interesting stuff. I, I, I'm happy basketball is back. I do have to say. It's been nice to watch. Oh, yeah. Very excited. Just someone has to teach Ja how to land properly, man. He did it again. I know all my – it's like it, – it's like we know it's going to happen, which it sucks to talk about. But if he keeps doing that shit, it's only a matter of time, which sucks because Ja is probably like Ja and Shea Gilgis Alexander are probably my two favorite young players in the yeah. NBA. So, like, if Ja goes the way of D Rose, that's just going to be heartbreaking. Yeah, I was going to say, he's on that young D Rose or like young uh, Westbrook path. But I don't think yeah. young Westbrook ever had like a serious injury, but yeah, he learned how to land. But he he's another guy that recklessly goes to the rim. But like you gotta land, you gotta yeah. you gotta work on on landing on two feet. That's how that's what I that's what happened to me. Landed on one foot, and now look, yep. look where I am. Yep, ACL season. Yep, but, brace. Uh, and then uh, you know, Bull Bull coming out. I didn't even know Bull Bull was gonna be playing in the bubble. I'm not gonna lie, but man, <laughs> has he been exciting to watch. For anyone that has ever played 2K My League, you already know that Bull Bull is is a like a, I don't, he's a cheat code, yeah. bro. Like, he's probably like a cheap get in your first year, and then grows to be like an 88 overall or some something. Oh yeah, like you, 
the two K progression system is completely fucking broken. Like you could trade for Bobo for like a second round pick, and then he's going to be like a ninety by the time he's twenty three. But I mean, who? I mean, he might be that good by the time he's twenty three. If he gets some consistent playing time, yeah. that Nuggets lineup could be huge. If you yeah. have didn't like the there. first lineup that they played with in the bubble was like Jokic at the point, uh, Jeremy Bull, Grant, Jeremy Grant, and I MPK. forget. And then, like, Miles Plumley. I yeah, think. Yeah, they were trolling, bro. They had five big men on the floor, or, like, two small forwards, two centers, and a power forward. Like, just imagine that team against the Rockets. Like, yeah. I would have to take back my prediction for the Rockets being oh, They would bully them. Yeah. Imagine Harden having to cover, like, I don't even know what those matchups would be, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like, Harden's never going to be able to cover Bowl Bowl. Harden is actually a pretty underrated post defender. Like, people still like the narrative that Harden doesn't play any defense. He's actually a pretty good post defender, but I mean... Yeah, but if he was covering... Yeah, exactly. He's not He's not hanging with an actual center. Yeah. So you want to pick these games yeah. that are what, going what on are we, What do we have tomorrow? What's rolling in? Uh... Tomorrow at 6.30 p.m., the opening game is the Utah Jazz versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Zion's still questionable. He's a game-time decision. So factor that into your pick. Uh, hmm. I mean, you know, if Zion plays, I, I kind of just want to pick the Pelicans because, you know, I do want to see Zion playing in that, getting some extra TV exposure in the playoffs. You know, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see it. But uh, I'm going to go Jazz just because if Zion doesn't play, I feel like Jazz uh, is a more complete team. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Pelicans here. I just think that the, the slightly younger teams are going to get a – because they – their bodies are, are younger, you know. They can get back into it quicker after not playing for a while. And I think that the younger teams, for at the start, I'm not saying overall, but at the start, they're going to probably come out and perform a little bit better because they got fresh legs. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go with the Pelicans. Hey, man, don't sleep on post-COVID Rudy Gobert, though. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then the actual main event of the night, which I am – very excited for. I cannot wait to watch this game. The at nine PM we have the Clippers versus the Lakers. Uh, possible Eastern Conference. I mean Western Conference Finals uh, preview. So uh, who do you have in this one? Uh, you know it's, that that'll be a very good game. Uh, first game back for both sides. So it's like you know it's gonna be tough. I think. Uh, uh, oh, excuse me. I'm gonna go with the uh, the Clippers here. Yep. I just I don't know if you know old man LeBron. I saw he put logic on his story the other day. Oh brother! <laughs> uh, you know that's some questionable decision making. You know, uh, you know. So uh, just for that reason alone, I'm picking the Clippers. Hopefully, a close game. However, yeah, I agree with you here. Um, I just think that, especially in like historically in game ones, LeBron has has always been like a slightly less than he usually is. Like later mm-hmm. down in the series. So I mean he's just gonna he's just coming back. He's gonna be playing more minutes than he's used to in these scrimmages. Just give LeBron and the Lakers a, a little time to heat up and I think they're gonna be just fine. But I think they they lose tomorrow and then everyone blows it out of proportion and starts asking what's wrong with them. But I, I still in reality think that they're a very Yeah, you also have to keep in mind that J.R. Smith will be taking shots for the Lakers. So I mean It all depends on if J.R. Smith hits his first two shot attempts of yeah, the day. If J.R. Smith hits his first two shots of the day. The Clippers are in trouble. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Oh, wow. We got a, uh incoming call right here on the landline. I just got to decline that real quick. I'll be right back. Yep. Uh, you're tuning into the podcast weekly. Just like to say thank you. Uh, yeah, it truly means a lot to have you guys tune in every week. But, uh, all right, I'm back. All right. Uh, yeah, I think uh, 
J.R. Smith hits two shots, Lakers are winning. That's, that's all I'm saying. Don't let J.R. Smith heat up in 2020. Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith, I was watching one of their scrimmages the other day, and they were a pretty good duo on the floor. Uh, they, were, they were getting some passes. Deion Waiters is the chunky mid-range guy. <laughs> Clip, our uh, Cavs fans are having nightmares right now of that Lakers team, man. LeBron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> LeBron yeah. Waiters Smith. Oh, man. Just need to get Tristan Thompson over there next year. Terrifying. Timofey Mozgov. Mozgov, Thompson. Get them all over there. Um, just moving into some NFL talk, uh, you hear uh, well, a few people have opted out of the season. The most recent has been Damian Williams, yes. in my opinion, Super Bowl MVP from last year. Yeah, our the podcast, the Jersey Dynasty podcast, Super Bowl MVP from last year. Uh, I think he had some health risks. I was I didn't get to read into it too much, um, but I mean, like if you have health risks and you know, it's if it's football or like your actual like life. Yeah, I feel Just like take a year off. Yeah, football football will be there one more year. Like if he if he if like the Chiefs are done with him after this year, some team would want him. Like he's a talented yeah. player. Yeah. Persh has been trying to dump Damian Williams on me for about a month now. Yeah, so now, it's he, like, now he's on waiver take- wires. Yeah, bro. Look, I wonder if in our league, like players who are opting out because of COVID, like if you can use that as an IR spot. Huh. We got to ask uh, Kamish Vaz. Yeah. Well, we'll have to shoot him a text set for that, absolutely. Because that makes things interesting because, like, in a dynasty league, like, let's say, like, Damian Williams, perfect example, he gets dropped, you just throw him in your IR spot for the rest of the year. You get an extra roster spot anyway. You get to hold on to yeah. a guy that, if he gets, like, if he stays in Kansas City, he's going to get some decent playing time. If he leaves Kansas City, go somewhere else, could get good playing time. So, interesting. Yeah, uh, true. Interesting piece. Uh, who else? I think uh, it was what Dante Hightower. Uh, who was who's the other dude from New England? Uh, I can't remember. I, but can't, I don't I'll, think it's I'll look bad. into it real quick. It'll still be good. Uh, have you been paying any attention to this uh, top one hundred players of twenty twenty list? Uh, I have not actually. I, I've heard uh, yeah. some interesting stuff. Like Larry Fitzgerald was ahead of Miles Garrett. Yeah, there's uh, definitely been some questionable decisions, mm-hmm. but uh, my boy Quentin Nelson was is the highest rated guard in NFL Top 100 history. He cracked number 29 on the list. So I don't even know where the highest Jets player would be now that Adams got traded. Yeah, Adams is at 27. I'm trying to find. I'm scrolling down. It's on probably the list. like so DJ Mosley who didn't play last year. Le'Veon Bell. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to 90 through 81, and was, uh, maybe Le'Veon Bell is there. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Cannon opted out from the Patriots. Zach Ertz him. is 85th? He's overrated. Nah, I, mean, I mean, he's probably like a top five tight end in the league, but... Disrespecting him. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Goldman from the Bears opted out. I honestly have no idea who that is. Uh, but he's supposedly a key piece of the Bears' defense, so I'll give him some respect. He's a D-tackle. Uh, did you uh, did you see that Keenan Allen drama? Yeah. On Twitter, what was <laughs> I don't even know, bro. Like I don't know why play like anyone would actually value this stuff. Like, well, what a little bitch. I mean, I, yeah. I thought I liked Keenan Allen. He's just making a big deal out of this, and then coming for Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and uh, Mike, uh, Michael Thomas. I mean, yeah. come for Michael Thomas, all you want. That guy's a bigger yeah, bitch. I, but yeah, I don't on. know. I, I'd probably have Keenan Allen as one like six best 
fifth, sixth, somewhere around there, probably. Also, dude's been hurt for like. A, yeah, he's a, a little injury of... prone. I think his injury prone affects his like overall value a little bit. But, uh, Dude, I cannot find like any Jets on this yeah, list. I'm telling you, bro, our team sucks. I'm scrolling through. The, I'm getting into the fifties, so I don't. I don't think that there's really yeah, gonna be. I don't, I don't think we have anyone, bro. The only person I would have given it to is like Mosley or Lev Bell, and like I don't know, Lev Bell sucked last year, and C.J. Mosley didn't play after week one when we were up 16 nothing, and then we proceeded to lose that game. So, uh, You just lost to Josh Allen. <laughs> we beat him the other – bro, those memes are so funny. I love uh, those. They're everywhere now under every single team yeah, that posts people in – um, uh, I'm in a raised Twitter group chat, and people made you, – you just lost to Joey Wendell videos, and it's the yeah. funniest thing I've ever seen. Like with like the really – um. Like the fried, like I fried, know. yeah. They were doing fried for, rooms. for Rick Porcello earned runs the other day. They posted a deep fried picture. Oh with Rick God, Porcello. poor Rick Porcello. But uh, yeah. Um, anything else you want to cover today? Uh, I mean, we just hint at the Jamal Adams trade because as a Jets fan, I was very pleased with the return. I mean. You know, bring me oh, my yeah. two first round picks for a guy that didn't want to play. Good returns. And a safety who's like supposedly a really good guy off the field in Bradley McDougal. He's like a leader. So right, we'll take it. Yeah, I mean, if the guy doesn't yeah, want to be here, you might as well get something really, for him yeah. while he's still there. Like, I don't think you could, for a safety in this league, like, and it's not like Jamal Adams, like, all right, he's a good safety, but like, what's he known for? Stopping the run, like a run stopping safety, you know. It's like, where is that going to get get you in the NFC West? Like, I mean, I guess the 49ers are going to want to run the ball, but like, Cardinals, they're just going to fucking air it out. Rams are going to fucking air it out. Air yep. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how Jamal. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll be fine covering tight ends and running backs, but it'll be interesting to see, nonetheless. Yeah, exactly. They'll find with a way someone to that talented. They'll find a way to he's yeah, very talented. Talented. figure out what to do with him. Without a doubt, so. Uh, anything else you want to say for this week? Um, no. You know what? We gotta, we gotta, really gotta start remembering to plug the social yeah, no media at the beginning yeah. of the episode. You know we literally say this every All time, right. and I next forget week? every time to say like, "Hey, yeah, we'll do one next week because then the week of the tenth to fifteenth, I'm on vacation, so we won't won't be able to bang out any content uh-huh. then. Unless eh, we'll see how I'm feeling." We might be able to do one while while I'm away. Right. So I'll be in PA that week. So I mean, we'll be vibing, vibing in Ooh. the the Poconos car. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. So You're going on that awesome trip. <laughs> uh, nah, is Matt Coe coming so. or is he not? Free Matt Coe. Nah, I haven't gotten to see Matt Coe working so long. Man. He's such a hard worker, and it just makes me so proud that you know someone could actually work as hard as him. When I came in and I saw him oh. stocking shelves yeah, or whatever no, he was doing, little, I was so proud. Matt Coe being able to reach the top of the shelves, you know? That little, when we were seeing oh. before, little unemployed Matt Coe has blossomed yeah, to such a, hard worker, such a great man. worker and a contributor yeah, to, to the uh, fresh grocer community. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, guys, just remember, follow the Twitter at... Jersey Dynasty 19. 
all the Instagrams, Jersey yes, Dynasty sir. Podcasts and Jersey Dynasty Podcast Clips. Right? Is that what they are? Yeah. J- I, yeah, I think it's JD Jersey Podcast Dynasty. Clips. I don't even know if it's Jersey Dynasty Podcast, honestly. Yeah, we're, we're going with it. Yeah, you I guys, think it is. They'll find yeah. We're a more international brand now. You can uh, find Twitter, <laughs> Instagrams. Yeah, I think that's basically it. I got, I'm pretty sure we hit everything. All right. Thank yeah. you guys for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week.